Hey, this is Jeff Gilberts. Welcome to my live call from my gym in my home. And for those of you that do not know me, I've been involved in network marketing for 40 years. I share a lot of what I've learned in my journey on these calls. I started in this business totally broke, sold a junk truck to get started, put $200 into my business. Last 27 years, I've been full-time in network marketing. It's been awesome. Anyway, so, uh, Today, I, you know, I was just got off a, a Zoom call and not too many network marketing companies go to China, but why would you go to China? Why would any company go to China? Uh, well, number one, it's the number one country in the world in direct sales. It's huge. And Bill, nice to see you. It's absolutely huge. And anytime that, um, uh, hi, Lisa. Nice to see you. Anytime that I'm, you know, I'm around Chinese, I'm very aware of it. You know, and for example, when I was at the Tony Robin event, I, we ran into some Chinese and got to uh, connect with them and then, you know, add one another into a WhatsApp group so that we could uh, communicate during the event, right? And then go to go to uh, dinner afterwards. And then, and then you know, that. They're, they are a different race of people, that is for sure, because they're, they're very entrepreneurial. Um, they innovate, they just, you know, find ways to, they just want to make money. They want to be successful. And it's interesting when you go over to even Asia, I mean, you go to, I'm not knocking my country, America, but you go to a bookstore, it's like you got all these fiction books up front, things like that. You go to bookstores in Asia, it's all financial books. It's how, how to be successful, how to be rich, how to invest. It's a, such a different mindset over there. And I can say that in the, I don't know, I'd say uh, probably 15 years ago, um, I, I, you know, I just, I just had a problem with some of the American mentality 15 years ago it was like what I call a couch potato mentality where too many uh, uh, people just, you know, they just want to take it easy, take it easy, you know. They didn't want to hustle. And then I thought, you know what, when I heard our company was registering products overseas, I said, you know, I want to go where they don't quit working. I want to go where they hustle. And I'm so glad I made that choice. I really am. I mean, even though I think the United States has incredible potential and, and, they're, and they're really, tapping into that. A lot of Americans are. Um, even Mexico, too, is another emerging. I mean, just countries that are really going to, you know, it's cyclical. That's how it works. Um, and so I think, yeah, you know, different generations get hungry. And of course, in the United States, they're talking about socialism. You know, some of the I heard about the Iowa uh, caucus that they have. I mean, it's hard to believe that people would want to go to a state of Venezuela. In the history of our world, we've never had socialism with 300 million people. I mean, where, what planet do these people live on and, and who would even vote for these people? I, I don't know. But I guarantee you, you go to Asia, socialism doesn't exist. You produce, you either work or you don't eat. That's it. I like that. And, but, but those concepts over there in Asia don't exist, which is why they'll own the world. 
if this country was, if America ever went to, you know, on the path of socialism, then it'll be the biggest disaster in our country's history. But, uh, but hopefully that won't happen. Um, but my, my title tonight was about, um, Hey John, nice to see you was about, uh, China. And, and, and so a lot of people ask about that, you know, how do you do business in, in a country like that? Interesting. Uh, you know, in 2005, I went there prematurely before our company ever had an office in Hong Kong. And that's generally where it starts. If you're going to go into China, you're going to go into Hong Kong first. Um, and uh, there's reasons for that. But uh, before we had an office, you know, we were just, you know, Hong Kong's a, a free open port. So we were bringing our products in and then just putting it on a train, you know, and bringing it into Xinjiang, China, where I had a temporary office at that time. And, uh, but it was interesting how we, how we uh, were trying to get, you know, get into that country. You're talking about what, a billion, 300 million people. And, um, and so I traveled, uh, you know, uh, from Xinjiang over to Beijing and, you know, just above the North Korean line uh, to Nanjing. Um, I went to uh, Kwadian, uh, to that, uh, went to uh, Charlene, uh, Charlene, that was interesting. If you ever saw the, 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 some of you older people might remember the movie series or, or the TV series of Kung Fu, uh, where, where Kung Fu originated was from Charlene. And I went to that Buddhist, uh, complex there, town, Buddhist town and met a grandmaster that would have been a grandmaster 50 years and just fascinating culture. What can I say? Incredible culture. Uh, went into a Nanjing. Uh, when I went to Nanjing, I went to a um, Confucius uh, temple and uh, there was a general being uh, escorted by two Red Army soldiers. He, he noticed me and he told those soldiers to, he wanted to come over and talk to me. And I had a Chinese girl with me that uh, translated and, you know, he, interesting, very, very old, you know, like I said, uh, old man. And, and uh, he obviously was a very powerful figure because he had two red army soldiers at his side. And anyway, but he just said, I want to thank you for what happened in World War II when, when America, you know, won the war and of course bombed Japan. And he said, and it freed us from Japanese tyranny and all that it was an interesting uh, conversation with an old man. But uh, China is definitely a, you know, it made such an impression on me back in 2005. And so um, what companies are in China? Uh, and uh, is network marketing allowed in China? Well, first of all, you know, it's an interesting system that they have there. But, but the fact is that right now, a big part of almost 50% of China's economy is direct sales. Mary Kay is there. When I drove through Beijing, I would see these Mary Kay storefronts. It's interesting. Um, Amway is there. New Skin is there. Herbalife is there. And these companies have been there for a long time, actually. So, um, there are certain things that are permitted, but they're never discussed. That's the, that's pretty much how it works. 
I, I'm just, you know, because you know me, I give you straight talk. And that's the only way I'm just going to tell you straight. Uh, they actually um, allow uh, network marketing companies to do business there. And people are paid on the business that they perform with or your team, whatever volume you do, whatever business that you create with your downline, but it's never called, uh, you know, multiple levels or multi-level marketing. That's not permitted. So they permit a two-level payout where, for example, you can train somebody how to sell product and you get paid on it. But that's, that's, that's what they, that's what they call it, but that's not what they tolerate. In law, that's way, the way it is. But when people are paid, they are paid basically bonuses. You call it different things. The language is different in China. That's just the way it is. And it's been like that for decades, even with Amway. So uh, it's an interesting world there. But the bottom line is, uh, it's, it's the same as it is anywhere in the world. Uh, you know, now some companies don't have seamless plans. So if you want to get paid in China, you got to live in China. You know, thank God our company's not that way. Uh, so uh, we can actually live in the United States and build there. But it's incredible uh, the amount of volume that can be done and generated. I foresee that if things in the next three to five years, I can see that that country will be the, you know, if it, it, I'd say in the next three years, it'll probably be number one in the world in terms of network marketing companies and what they will generate out of that country itself. Um, so for that reason, I can say that it's a very fascinating country to build in. And I certainly enjoyed it when I went there. Uh, their cities are incredible. I mean, if you haven't ever looked at that, Google that, you know, Shanghai and Beijing and um, just amazing. Uh, matter of fact, uh, we, we were watching just, we got two Chinese friends here and that were, we were watching them, uh, Red Corner by Richard Gere. Uh, and that was filmed uh, there and had 10, it had the Beijing Hotel right next to Tiananmen Square. And that was the hotel I stayed at in 2005. Just an incredible hotel, but had an incredible experiences there, going to the Wall of China at different times in the winter and then the summer. And uh, just, a, just an amazing country. So uh, when you have a, a, a chance to, uh, to visit there, it's certainly worth doing that. They're certainly, uh, you know, hungry for opportunity. People are there. And it's amazing, too, because in chatting with, uh, with, my, with my friend here, uh, her name is May, uh, you know, that a lot of the young people are millionaires in that country. I said millionaires. And these are people that, uh, you know, will use technology in network marketing to uh, to expose their opportunity to people. For example, I brought this up the other night, but uh, she has one, uh, my Chinese friend May has one uh, client that she coaches that promotes a network marketing company out of Japan. They make a healthy snack. You buy a box of those things. It's like $600. But she does millions on, on just the app WeChat. WeChat. 
WeChat is the communication app that they use in China. So if you want to communicate with people, that's one thing you're going to have to have is WeChat on your phone. Uh, it's a different platform from Facebook or WhatsApp or Line, you know, like, uh, you know, a lot of your Southeast Asia, but a lot of countries use uh, WhatsApp. Uh, Line is more that, and I, when I say Line, I mean L-I-N-E. It's more like Japan, Korea, they like to use Line. Uh, but WeChat is something that they use in China. So, um, you know, like Google is blocked there, Facebook is blocked there, but they do have platforms. And, uh, and so like even my wife who is Chinese or Taiwanese, she will say, um, but she speaks Mandarin Chinese, just like they do in, in China. She has her own video on a China, on a China platform. We actually had to download it from YouTube or, and, and then re-upload it to a platform that is not uh, restricted in China. So the, the fact is you can communicate and you can communicate in groups. I can remember that when I, back in 2005, when I was in China and going around the country and, and doing meetings, we didn't do open meetings like ballrooms. That did happen to me one time. As you can imagine, the Chinese government doesn't like large gatherings, but that's really not a problem because when you have a team, you just take them over into Hong Kong and that's a, it's, you know, it's a different system. It's part of China, but it's a different system. So you can actually do large events. I remember me and my wife attended an event where there was probably 5,000 people in Hong Kong one time. Uh, so um, that's how you do that. But in mainland China, you don't do that. Even though right above the North Korean line, I remember it was a cold night, uh, late fall. And when I got to this hotel, in beautiful hotel, uh, in the ballroom, they had a ballroom. I said, ballroom? And I said to, to the people, I said, what, you want me to go to prison tonight? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to talk about network marketing. No, I, I'll talk about the product and the science of the product. That's all I'm going to talk about. I'll do some health education. That's all I'm going to do. Because I don't know who's in the audience. And, and the way we did it back then, of course, was small rooms, rooms of 15. And um, in other words, I would have a leader or two leaders that would invite uh, the lead, you know the people that were interested and and those people that did sign up you would have to know the people you invited to the room that's it that's the rule okay and so sometimes we would have you know like four or five rooms going on in the same time in the same hotel right it's crazy stuff right okay i'm just i'm giving you a straight talk uh but this is 2005 okay and uh and <laughs> i remember in one room I had this Chinese translator and I was doing the meeting and I saw this man going and he's talking and he's like, like he's angry and he's doing this. And I said, what's he saying? He's saying, this is illegal. This is illegal. This is illegal. I said, who invited this man to this meeting? And I said, okay, we're going to stop the meeting right now. Let's calm this guy down. And I want to know who invited him. Okay. Cause he was supposed to be interested. And, um, and so the thing is network marketing companies are in China, been in China, still in China, the language is different. And that's the thing. So when we talk about, 
our business network marketing. We don't use the word network marketing. Actually, in Mandarin Chinese, it's, I don't, there's really not an exact word for it because it never existed. I mean, it's so, you call it different. You've got, you have to explain the way that you make money differently. However, if they want to understand the mathematics of how they get paid, they're going to have to understand the compensation plan, right? That's, that's a reality. They can look at the plan, understand the plan of, uh, of how you do it, whether you're an Amway, whatever company you're in, you're going to have to understand your plan, but then you're going to, you're going to call it differently. In other words, you're not going to get on live like we're doing right now, live video and explain it the way we would explain it in the United States. You know, we, you know, we were just talking about working with uh, people in your team uh, and that sale and having sales volume and uh, bonuses you get from, you know, productive sales volume from your, from your, the people that sell for you. Yeah. It's words you, the words we use here, we don't use in, in that country. However, when you are alone with your people, you can say what you want to say. That's, that's how it's done. Um, that's how, that's how most leaders in different companies do it over there in China. And so it's not, you know, it's a matter of just learning how to do it. And it's not a problem doing it. Uh, just, it's going to be done differently. And certain things we do here, we don't do over there. We're not going to have big open meetings. That's not going to happen. But the power of, and, and this is where a lot of young people, even in China, I mean, they're incredibly intelligent, incredibly uh, driven. They know how to take, just like that girl, she's what, in her early 20s and she's already doing millions selling products on WeChat. They get very creative. And think about it. Uh, now that the, the coronavirus is an issue uh, over there, people are not going to socialize and get together. But again, they're not restricted because they can get right on WeChat and they can get right on the internet. They can communicate in groups. Uh, E-commerce uh, models are what progressive network marketing companies are using in China. So it's pretty, uh, pretty powerful. Pretty powerful how much volume you can do uh, just by using that, utilizing that. So that was, uh, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Our um, uh, comment was made about China will be, you know, it'll be number one within a few years, that's for sure. Uh, but it's huge. And then followed by that, you got Korea, you got Japan, they're right there. I mean, those, those, are, those are unbelievable countries to work in and I've worked in them and uh, have teams in those countries. Um, you know, the, how they produce and they're so driven. Uh, so, you know, so how do you, uh, how do you, you know, how do you sponsor in countries like that? Well, again, like if you're in the United States, you got 20 million Asians living here. So if you want to, I mean, how many Chinese restaurants are in your town? How many Chinese restaurants are in your city? If you live in Atlanta, Georgia, and you want to find a Korean group, how many Koreans live there? How many Japanese, if you're in LA, if you're in New York City, if you're in Chicago? So it's a matter of you getting resourceful and learning how to use platforms. And I no doubt there's Facebook groups um, 
for, uh, for these people and LinkedIn. So many different ways that you can find people. But you can even, you know, it's interesting, you can even go to areas in those cities where, where their businesses are, where their restaurants are, where they live. A lot of them do. So just get creative and uh, reach out to those people. So uh, NN says, why is Network Marketing USA uh, still struggling? Wait a second, still struggling around 35 billion after 85 years. Just curious, Jeff. Well, well, here's the thing, because we're still, you know, a dominant, obviously, country in network marketing. Um, I mean, Aunt, uh, Herbalife, uh, what was the figure? It was, uh, it was huge. I, now I forgot the figure. Uh, they grew, uh, Amway, I mean, Herbalife just had a huge, last year, a huge rise in volume and growth. Um, here's the thing. Um, I think part of that is um, the gig economy. People have other choices. They can drive Uber, they can drive Lyft, they can uh, get on Amazon and eBay and sell. There's other choices that they didn't have when I, when I joined my last company 21 years ago. The difference is, of course, we have residual income. But the problem uh, and the message that a lot of networkers have been, have been promoting is, you know, that you know, they've been trying to sell, sell you, hey, you can make 20,000, you can make 50,000, you can make $100,000 a month. Our leaders have Lear jets, our leaders drive Ferraris, it's the Lamborghinis and the bikinis. Uh, so the message is not believable. And what is believable are the other choices. So they choose the other choices. I think if we change the message, we're gonna, uh, you know, we're gonna see a lot of people wanting to join with us feeling like they can fit in. Keep in mind, people can't imagine more than twice what they're currently earning. It's just reality facts. So if someone's making $24,000 a year, they're not gonna imagine anything more than $50,000 a year. And then you got people shouting 50,000 a month, and you know, and it's like, mm, yeah, mm, well, whatever you're doing, I don't know that I wanna go and go to prison for that. You know, <laughs> It's not believable, it sounds like a scam, right? Um, and so, and it says, do you, th you think network marketing hitting a trillion mark by 2030? I think anything's possible. I think anything's possible. I think, uh, again, this, this video was about China. I think what you're going to do is see that they're going to amaze you. They're, they're going to see that you're going to see how amazing that country is going to rise. But, uh, but I, but I say that, um, I see a lot of countries doing that. I see American really a renaissance in network marketing. And so if we get the message right, that, you know, the invitation that we're giving people to be a part of what we're doing and make that message believable, you're going to see that the U.S. is going to uh, rise. There's going to be a huge, you know, renaissance that I see right now going on. Mexico is even doing uh, uh, quite well uh, in network marketing. So a lot of countries are. I think some countries, um, you know, if you think about it, you know, because I, I get a lot of people that reach out to me about this country, that country, and and sure, we'd like to be everywhere doing just as well everywhere around.
around the world, but the reality is there are some countries that are historically, you know, better to be in because of their track record, their history and network marketing, they're predictable. You know, you don't have coup d'etats, government overthrows, like you do see in some countries where there's the, the stability is, is within question about whether to be, you know, is it safe to go put money, time and effort into these countries when other countries are more predictable? And I think being predictable is important. It's important if you want to base your future in network marketing uh, on countries that are predictable. Some countries are a wild card. No question about it. No question about it. So I think a portfolio, that's the reason why, you know, I think it's smart not to be in one country. It's the reason why I wouldn't look at a network marketing company that, <coughs> excuse me, that if they're only in the United States and they've been in business for five years, you have to, you know, I wouldn't look at a company like that. Because, you know, it's, you know, I, I just think anytime you are, you, you know, your, 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 your money, your income is based on several countries, you're safer, you're safer. But, um, but that's the thing. And because if one country falls, then you got several other countries in your portfolio. And that's smart. It, it doesn't that follow the principle of even in the stock market, they say you don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? You don't put all your money, you know, that was the whole point of what mutual funds, right? Okay. What did Jeff Foxworthy say? Mutual funds is some people think that's everybody having a good time. <laughs> I heard that today listening, listening to him. It cracked me up. Anyway, for those of you who didn't don't listen to Jeff Foxworthy, you're not going to get that. Uh, excuse that. Now strike that comment. Okay. Uh, but it's good. It is. You can follow the same principle in the stock market. That you would, yeah, you know, that's the thing. They they say be diversified because most of what you're invested in isn't going to work. It's the one thing that works that is going to make all the difference. And uh, so that that principle sort of carries over into how you build globally in this business. So those are my thoughts. I, I hope that was helpful uh, for those of you that just wonder about, um, uh, you know, about China. Um, it, fascinating country, um, you know, interesting country. I always say it's a country that has one eye open, one eye closed. Okay. They know what's going on. And then, uh, you know, and then they, even though they might say certain things are not to be done, those are the things they tolerate, but they love the tax money that comes in. So, and, uh, but anyway. But I hope this information was helpful to you. And uh, uh, tomorrow night, I'll give you a shout out as well. I'm just in my gym tonight. I had a Zoom call and the Zoom call was about China, by the way. So I had some Chinese on a Zoom call and, um, and I thought, okay, that's a country that comes up in conversations. People are very curious about it, about you know how it works over there. And is it, is it a country worth uh, going into in your business? And absolutely, I think it is like I do all Asian countries, but, um, but it's, it's, but the age for, uh, people who do well, they're much younger. I mean, if you look at in the United States, uh, you're looking at 30 and up, you know, uh, 
in that bracket, probably even late 30s. You know, if you look at some of the top earners in a lot of these companies here in the United States, but if you look, watch in the next few years, uh, the top earners that are in China, uh, they'll probably be in their early 20s. It's amazing. You know, so the, you know, the, the hierarchy of values and what people are interested in that age bracket in the United States, it's, it's not money. With some, it might be, but I'm just saying it's not going to be like China. You know, you won't see that. You won't see early 20s top income earners in the United States like that. Uh, I, I would be very surprised to see that. You won't see it now anyway, but, but over there, it's amazing. It's amazing how many uh, young people will be um, seven-figure earners in their companies. So, um, so again, sponsor uh, some good people like that, and uh, that'll be a nice thing in your portfolio of where your network marketing income comes from is a country like that, as well as some of the other countries, too. I would look at, uh, like I said, Japan, very, you know, it's excellent. Um, Keep in mind, these countries have money games too, but stable leaders will stay away from the, uh, those kind of things, even in their countries. Korea is another one. I absolutely love Korea and I'll be going back there in June. So, uh, but I love going to Korea. Just love the culture, love their history, love their architecture. I love everything about Korea. Uh, but China is very similar, very similar uh, in ways. So um, I hope this was helpful, everyone. Have a good evening. And uh, I appreciate everything that uh, you do. Uh, message me anytime, questions, uh, things like that. I appreciate all of you, I really do. Everyone, have a great evening. See you tomorrow.